Hope you're ready. It'll be here any minute. Good evening, We are tonight's entertainment. Bingo! All right. What is up, Doctor? This is the way. Now, whatever you do, don't push this button. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know how this machine worked. Jarvis, drop my needle. Roger control, all status go. Another happy landing. Let's start the show. And welcome to episode 18 of the Geek Conclave Mixtapes. I'm your host, Eddie Fergoso, and I have my two co-hosts with me, Paul and Tommy. What's up, guys? That's fine. So, uh... It's been a crazy week and a f- entertainmently filled weekend as far as like the Snyder Cut came out and then Falcon and Winter Soldier. Just disclaimer, we're only going to talk about the Snyder Cut this episode because I have a lot to say. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll be talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier, but that'll be on episode 19 with some other stuff like video game stuff and other stuff. <laughs> but, but yeah so um the snyder cut quick take really fast like was it daunting for you guys to sit through the four hours did you stop it tommy three days to watch it three days to watch it but i was working though like it was i would come home i think i watched like an hour hour and a half and then the next morning i think i watched another like half hour and it came home watched another i watched a little bit more fell asleep before it ended and I got up the next morning and finished it. Damn, so it gave so you Batman vs. Superman maybe. vibes. You fell asleep. Yeah. But, oh, I don't want to say it was because of that, though. Don't get me wrong. It was There's a lot of stuff they could have cut from it, but it was mostly just my work schedule more than anything. Yeah, so, you know, I, could, I wanted to power through it, but I wasn't able to. I didn't have the time. That's fair. No, I know me I'm and really, I, 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 re- I really want to hear your guys' Um, perspective on it. I want to hear your opinion on it. Uh, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait. And then, uh, well, yeah, so I, me and Paul did it uh, on Thursday after I got my second dose. I uh, was going to stream it, so if everyone saw my Twitch for like a day that had like the <laughs> two videos that I had started that had, it was a total of like three minutes of me waiting to stream. Yeah. At the last second, I just didn't feel like doing it, too, because of the vaccine. So, um, and plus a four-hour stream. And yeah, it was a four-hour stream. I mean, I did it yesterday playing a video game, but that that was entertaining. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not saying I didn't. I, you know, the movie's not entertaining. It's just that was content you could watch. It literally would just been my face going, "What the fuck!" Like, and you already got like two hours of that before. <laughs> Until yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I guess with that, we'll just uh, start breaking it down. But I would like to try to make this a weekly thing. But if we don't, no big deal. But uh, it would be talking about, like, collectibles and stuff. So if you at home were wondering, oh, I would like to buy some Zack Snyder stuff. You can. It it is out there. There is Zack Snyder cut merchandise. Um, The ones I want to talk about uh, is t-shirts from foot action so kevin smith plugged it 
the day of the Snyder Cut and was already wearing, like, the clothes. So, uh, if you guys remember when we did the DC Fandom, I put a link to uh, t-shirts that were also for Zack Snyder's Foundation to prevent uh, suicide and suicide awareness. The same stuff happened with these shirts. That's why I posted it. So, I'm going to show them now. So... They do look good. Uh, I will say the uh, I like the Wonder Woman one, obviously. Uh -huh. um, the the Flash one is cool. I I actually have a print from Rob Zilla, the uh, the LeBron James print that I have is made by that guy. Oh okay, and, yeah, you, you showed me that. And which other one is cool? Yeah, I think those are the two that I would probably get. The Cyborg one is cool. I just um. I don't know, like, the mother box is kind of distracting for me. Like, if it was just him by himself, I think it'd be cool, but I don't know. I, I just don't, I'm not a fan of him holding the mother box, but he is still, like, it's still a sick picture. I just, I wouldn't yeah. rock it with the mother box on it. But it's for a good cause, so it it's a win-win. Yeah. And then uh, the other thing that, merchandise-wise, and I also want to bring it up because it's kind of, I guess, controversial in terms of, like, that these already existed. So, last episode, Tommy showed uh, egg attacks. So this is made by the same company. This is Beast Kingdom, but these are called uh, deluxe action because they're eight or eight, eight, they're eight inch figures. Um, it's the Justice League right now. If you go to beastkingdom.com, it's twenty percent off DC stuff. So they're on sale, but they only have the the red and blue Superman, Batman, and then. Um, Wonder Woman. The other ones you'd have to get through like Entertainment Earth or Big Bad Toy Store. There is a Black Superman that is for the Zack Snyder cut that is getting re-released. Uh, Entertainment Earth has it, but it's a uh, <laughs> pre-order sold out. But I guess they're gonna try to like restock eventually. But the reason I brought those up is because the pictures that I'm showing, you'll notice that it says 2018 on it. So these figures were already out in 2018, and they already knew there was a Black Superman. But when the movie came out, there was no Black Superman. So, Black Suit Superman, not Black Superman. So, um, I just think it's funny because I guess apparently the toys knew what was going on, and the studio meddled. And then we got what is now known as the Whedon Cut, the theatrical run, which is shit. Utter shit. So, yeah, just wanted to bring that up because he's like, obviously this these were meant to be 
originally launched with the Snyder version, but obviously, you know, that didn't happen. So, But if you do want to get these, I mean, they're cool. I, I can't go down this road because it's bad enough, like, from what you guys can see in the camera. There's a whole other side of my room that is a lot. I have too much shit. Mm. And it's still growing because those egg attacks that Tommy showed, those two are mine. I'm going to pick up from him. So <laughs> the collection is growing. We have to meet up. I got to get you those get you those egg attacks. Yeah. I want to see how you display them. That's why. Yeah. I got a, I got a shelf idea. So yeah. that's the product line. So uh, just to show like that. that I don't know if it's going to get more popular because... From internet reaction, it's I've seen kind of mixed things um, over the course of just these couple days. We're recording on Sunday, so the full weekend would technically be tomorrow. But as of what I've seen now from everybody, because there's still some people that are watching it now, and it's just because it's four hours. Like it's like, do I really want to sit down for four hours? Like from a work schedule, that's half your work shift. Um, it's just it's daunting, but it's got a. I didn't check today. I should have right now. Uh, but it's uh, it was 8.8 .8 on IMDb on Thursday. And it stayed like that on Friday. And then Rotten Tomatoes, it had it 88 when I looked. I don't know what it is now. If one of you guys want to check. 88 from the critics or 88 from... Oh, I go by the audience. I, I... Oh, okay, I didn't look at the critic score, but uh, IMDb has it at 8.4. And dropped. And I figured it would start to drop. What about good old Rotten Tomatoes? On it right now. Uh, they have a 74%. Mm, that's about right. But uh, for critics, what is critic score? Uh, oops. Didn't mean to do that. So... So their tomato meter on Rotten Tomatoes is a seventy-four percent. Audience score is at ninety-six. Oh. Oh wow. Well, I guess that went up. It was eighty-eight when I looked at it. And this is out of twenty-five thousand plus ratings on audience score. Is that a high number of people give like for the audience score? Like as far as like the number of people that are giving it rating it like nine, like ninety was it twenty-six thousand or twenty-five thousand? That's a yeah. lot of people. I'll, I'll, I mean, right off the bat, I'll give you the fresh take that it's way better than the theatrical cut. So before I cut to the score out of 10 that I would give it, I'll give that to you at the end of this episode. The Josh Whedon theatrical cut, I'd give a 5 out of 10. It just goes straight action to action. There's no time to let, really let anything soak in. Um, after seeing the Snyder cut, like you can see what was like cut up and jumbled and just added and... Ironically, the first scene that I hated with Batman was literally a Josh Whedon thing, which makes sense now, I guess, because it was totally wrong with Batman. I mean, Snyder mm -hmm. does the same thing later on, but... Um, and then it was... Uh, Cyborg was, was like, just kind of there in uh, the original. And in this one, he's, like like they said, he's kind of the central piece, so it made his character a lot more... Uh, it was better, but... I don't know. I don't know how to word it. But it was still good in terms of that regard. So, yeah. So how do you guys want to break it down? Because you want to go just through parts? you want to just list, like, what you didn't like? Because now the floor is you yours. Guys, like, what you guys want to do in terms of 
Probably hey, about a four-hour movie. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't like, I, I want you guys to go. I don't want to just be talking the whole time because I, I have a lot to say, but I would like you guys to get in. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how you want to. Uh, it's a long movie, so I don't know how you guys want to like. Well, um, first off, it, you know, as far as hype machine goes. I know we kind of already kind of broke down that kind of we weren't really because of all the controversy, but like, did it live up to whatever hype you had? I think it exceeded my expectations. I'll okay. say that it did exceed my expectations in that in that regard. So, um, I I I just thought it was way too long. I I don't know. I don't know how we're gonna break, but the only thing I'll say is I. I think they dropped the ball when they didn't do individual solo movies first because you could have did more character develop in those. That's why they had to include those, the cyborg scenes, uh, all the the character development they did with Cyborg, Aquaman, and Flash. They could have did those in their own movies and then just focus on story and plot and uh, team-up movie. So I, I felt that was my big... That's what I took away from it the most was... If you did your own individual movies, you don't have to include all that extra fat in there. You know what I mean? It was good. Don't get me wrong. The character development, but that that should have been done in in a solo movie. That's not a team of movie thing, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Even Guardians of the Galaxy, that they didn't do solo movies for those guys, um, did a better job of introducing their characters than this movie did. And two hours or two and a half hours, however long Guardians was, compared to um, Justice League, you know? Yeah, well, that that too, it's it's one of those things, like, they let each character kind of, like, shine. And then in the sequel, like, the characters that they kind of didn't tell you much about, like, they expanded on in the second one. So you still yeah. kind of get... I mean, there were... I'm assuming, like, at the same time, because this was originally supposed to be a two-part movie. Mm-hmm. So I just don't know if it was, like, just shot in one. Like, I really still don't know if this was actually all of part one. Or if this was supposed to be part one and part two, and he just filmed it together, and they were going to cut it into two films, which would be more digestible. But then the way yeah. that the story flows, it's like, I guess you, I like, I don't know where you would have cut, cut it. At. Yeah, yeah. I no, thought no. I thought it was going to be essentially four parts, but there was a total of I have the number again. Six. I think it was six. Six, six. chapters, right? Yeah, because it's close uh, to epilogue. Oh, seven, technically, with the epilogue. So, because you have one, don't count on it, Batman. Two, the Age of Heroes. Three, beloved mother, beloved son. Four, change machine. Five, all the king's men. Six, something darker. And then the epilogue, a father twice over. So. But, yeah. I don't know how you want to do it. But, like, the Martian Mindhunter stuff was just... It's, it's just like it was like doomsday it reminded me of doomsday like just a waste of demon throw them throw them in there like that you know it's just i don't know i really that's why i want to hear what you guys say i'm talking i want to hear you guys okay, for I, sure. I, I know you're talking but i want to know what you thought how you would rate it what you liked what you didn't like like i liked i like there's a lot of things i liked in it like when i the my initial take of it was why would they release the Josh we- this Josh Whedon cut when this is a superior product than than his version of it, you know? I would take Zack Snyder's version of it over um, Josh Whedon any, any day of the week. It just it was a better product. Yeah. Um, better movie. Um, I forgot my point. 
But uh, I know I would I will scale back some things and get into that after. But I would like edit some things out. But other than that, it was a, a overall better product, better scenes, better better stylistically. Pinup. Yeah, better. Like you said, he's a, he's a really great cinematographer. So yeah. But, Although yeah, really fast since you brought it up though, I don't watch um, Supergirl, but uh, my brother did. Um, like he didn't like watch all of it, but he looked at some stuff. And then when I compared uh, the Mar- Martian Manhunter in in the Snyder Cut to like the DC one, he said the DC one looked better. So I don't know if you've have you at least seen the oh, DC. The- the TV show looks better than the movie. He said he, said he th- in his eye, in, like he he thought that he looked more like the TV show looks more like Mar- Martian Manhunter than the Snyder Cut. That's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know if you guys have an opinion on that, but Paul, you no. want to say anything? Um, like I guess if we're gonna start with like a rants first, I guess yeah. Um. My my whole thing was either with the music, the music selection. Uh, Junkie XL did what he could do, and I thought it. I thought he did fine with it. It's just the the Snyder stuff that he selected. Like I, I get new. that it's just staple and everything. We we get that. Like you're already shooting it visually. We get your point. You don't have to do these like over dramatic um, song choices for things that are supposed to look it's it already looks good what, what, was, over... what was the song for aquaman it was like really on the nose um i don't i don't know you, like, you know which it, one i'm talking about though like when he's about to get on the... Like, yeah, yeah and i'm like really like come on man like we get well, it. it it's not it's not subtle it's just it's, it hits you over the head with it it's like here it's too literal here. like like yeah it, you might as well just say like this is aquaman he is walking there's a wave and all this stuff is just like come on we, we get it like yeah. like the music choice on that and then the the one where uh, what's it called aquaman was like walking into the water and they had like the islandic people like chanting and oh. I, I don't yeah. know if that necessarily Didn't uh, that was either. just really awkward like i, agree. Yeah. I he was trying to build up the moment but that just didn't seem right and i'm trying to remember there was like the, the what's it called the uh every single time there was an amazonian on the screen this is what they put they called it ancient lamentation music played mm-hmm. in the background mm-hmm. it was just annoying like i like i get it like i yeah. know this this is you don't have to play the song over we get it like when wonder woman came out and she had her action scene that's the great time to put her music not when she just like walks on screen, and not when it's just an Amazonian woman. We we get it. No, that's you know? why. Like when we were watching it together, and I texted you, I was like, it reminded yeah. me of Michael Bay in Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. Every time the Transformers came on the screen, you heard the Lincoln Park part. Yeah, where, yeah. Where it got to the and by the end of the film, I'm like, dude, I like this band, but I'm fucking hating this song. Like it was playing it so much, where you just like, shut the fuck up now. Like let, let me just yeah. Yeah. It didn't happen as much in the later part of the the, the movie, but the, the first, first half, f- like first maybe? three hours, were literally, yeah, yeah, no, I totally. Agree that with that was like I guess my biggest gripe with the movie. Okay, well, ironically, I thought you guys were gonna have my pet peeve, 
I even talked about it separately uh, on an, on an Instagram story. The fucking format, dude. Four three, like what the fuck? Like we all have widescreen TVs. Like that triggered me. Like I get it. He's a storyteller, and he wants to have it. Like okay, I don't have the luxury of a projector, let alone an IMAX projector. So, like, I get you were trying to keep his artistic vision. So send it to four three in theaters when theaters open again. Like, yeah, it just bothered me. Like, I, it was just fucking weird. And the rationale behind it, because he wanted to have something unique. Uh, it's like fucking. I don't. Know, it's just very. I don't want to sound like a dick, but sometimes he comes off as pretentious in some of his shit, and I'm just yeah, like, did. dude, like, like the whole thing, like with his trailer, like apparently the Hallelujah song, because he played it again, in the end credits. Apparently that's his daughter's like favorite song, which okay if that's for her, okay. But at the same time, it kind of makes you feel like a pretentious dick because you keep using that song and in the context of the song, when like mm-hmm. you did your trailer and it was like all oh, the Snyderverse, Hallelujah. I'm like, dude, are you, are you kidding me? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I could be overthinking it, and if I am, I apologize. But yeah. So the format like pissed me off, and then some things in the movie, like granite. I'm technically a film school dropout, so take that credit where it's at. But some stuff, I tr- I, I guess I can be biased. Like Marvel and Star Wars, for the most part, I'll turn that part of my brain off. I tried doing it with DC, but there's some stuff that it's just so like over the head with it that it makes that part of my brain turn back on. I'm like, okay, well, th- th- you don't need this. Example, what I mean is every time, I was on two separate occasions when Wonder Woman uses the lasso. She's telling people, I have the, 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 forget, I get what she calls it, the lasso of hippopotamus. Lasso of shoes. Yeah, but, yeah, but she, but she always says that, and I'm like, you don't need to say that anymore, like, you had your own solo movie explaining what that lasso (laughs) does, like, you don't need to tell me again, and it's little stuff that he does like that, I'm like, do you really think your audience is that stupid that you need to say that anything, because as, like, an audience person i think that's kind of insulting your audience like you're like oh, okay well you obviously can't figure out what this is so let me remind you again every time she uses lasso people have to say you know the truth okay that's stupid you don't need to say that so th- every time stuff like that happened it took me out i'm like dude really like again you don't trust your audience like you have to hit them over there like the music it's like the music thing just mine's more literal with him actually doing scene directions and like again that's where like i always say the m- movie is beautifully shot despite the 4-3 format that i don't like it is a beautifully shot movie um the colors and everything like that awesome just to a degree like yeah man Ugh. and then the other thing that i forgot and then remembered when his name came on screen chris terrio wrote this and i still say fuck chris terrio i hate that guy so i'm sorry hate is a strong word i dislike him very much for killing like two of my favorite characters well, two of my favorite things. Batman and Star Wars. So, End of my rant. <laughs> what, uh, did, what, did he, what did he write again to Chris Terrio that, that Episode you? 9. I forget. Oh. What else did he... You said Batman? Batman well. versus Superman. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. He, he had to do with he, the abomination of Batman versus Superman. He needs to go back to school or something. That was bad. He just needs to actually... Learned the subject Walter. material that he's writing, and not yeah. based off nostalgia. So. Yeah, I get you. I hear you now. And for the record, because oh. on this podcast, 
I never talked about episode 9. I'm not saying that I fucking hated it. It just could have been better if someone else was writing it. So, I own the movie. I have the whole thing. So, in case people are like, oh, he fucking hates it. And I don't. I just don't watch it as often as the other ones. <laughs> um... <laughs> I just had to throw that disclaimer out there. Cause. I told you the story with Alex Paul where we're where, where driving to go watch uh, Alita. And I go, how did you, how did you like, uh, the, was it The Last Jedi? Was The Last Jedi? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he goes, oh, I, I only seen it three times. And I was like, oh, so you liked it. And he goes, well, <laughs> in the other one, yeah. 30 times. Yeah. <laughs> so I, was like, I was like, oh, okay, my bad. So you didn't like it. And then Eddie started, him and Eddie started talking and breaking everything down and talking what they liked, what they didn't like. So it got good. And then talk about it. Yeah. But eventually right. I'll, I'll but, go down that road for this podcast, but I don't want to yeah. open up the cesspool of Star Wars Twitter. So, um, see, what was I saying? Go ahead, Paul. For what? I don't know. <laughs> I, I want to I know what else you guys would you ask? thought about it um, um my my other gripe is uh slow motion mm-hmm. Th- this movie would have been about three and a half hours if it wasn't for slow motion so i want to know if him and michael bay went to the same like graduated from the same school of filmmaking because literally yeah. like they they the shit could have been in transformers the way how it was so much slow motion all yeah. i needed was a 360 pan and it would have been fucking michael bay movie Mm-hmm. They could have done without a, a lot of uh, slow motion scenes. There was one where uh, I think Bruce was using his uh, razor to shave, <laughs> yeah. and they put that in motion. Oh, and little funny tidbit: the man is a fucking billionaire, and he buys a ten dollar shaver because it's a fucking Gillette. I use that. That shit fucking costs ten bucks. Ten bucks. Then you're like Bruce Wayne. Well. I, say, I always secretly wanted to be, but not the Ben Affleck version. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought there was... I, I get that it's his staple. Uh, he uses it a lot in 300 and all that stuff, but I thought that it was like overused too much in, in this movie. Well, uh, I don't know what happened. My thing glitched. Hopefully he doesn't do that again. Um, I don't get it. CPU Cyborg. usage at like 6, maybe. I don't know. Maybe some maybe mm. uh, Zack Snyder doesn't like the shit talking and just <laughs> shut the shut the podcast off remotely. Um, <laughs> only because I'm excited, and I know like we don't talk about sports a lot. My Rams just signed Deshaun Jackson eleven minutes ago. Fuck yeah! I'm also buying that jersey with the Stafford jersey. What? They got my money. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. Well, what was I saying before it cut off? So um. Oh, yeah. So if you guys could ideally, like, based off what he have, like, keeping the main core of his shit in here, how long would you have made this movie? Like, if you were the exact and you had to say, okay, we need to make this an actual sit-down sit movie, would you have mm-hmm. just kept it and put it in two parts and been like, okay, you're going to do part one, part two, cut it here and here? Or would you trim the fat, basically... And kind of make a Whedon version, but just like a, obviously, with his shit still intact. Um, it just depends, like, 
if you're gonna go with Zack Snyder, they should they should have went with him. Like let him let him do his universe, let him do his vision, and that's the direction you want to go. But this whole like stopping stopping and starting like like cutting him off and having Josh Whedon finish the film and then bringing him back like it just confuses everybody now. You know what I mean? So now you have two versions of a film and. They just, I don't know what direction they're going in. Are they going to reboot it? Are they starting over? Like, I, I have no idea. So, as far as uh, doing two different, uh, if I'm going to cut it or cut it in two parts, it depends what direction you want to go. I, if, me personally, I would have... So, let's say we never got Whedon involved. Would you, like, and Zack Snyder obviously presents this to you. Yeah, I have four hours. It's uncuttable. No. Okay, well... Would you say, would you have done what the studio did? Or would you... Because obviously, like... Like, I mean, the tragedy of his daughter did ha have a hand in this. And now, more so, the Whedon version, you can totally tell that it was, like, kind of rushed at the same time. Because, let's face it, they're trying to compete with Marvel. Like, like even though that like there is no supposedly... Um, animosity between the studios wbc is what disney's getting out of these marvel movies and they want that cut so they're like we have superheroes too guys like come pay and see our movies so yeah um i feel like uh oh what are you no go ahead paul go ahead, go ahead. Uh, i was gonna say i think a, a certain time length that i would have done is maybe about three and a half hours because if people can watch Avengers, uh, let's call it Endgame, and that mm -hmm. was about three hours, I feel like three and a half would have been like my breaking point uh, in the theater, not like at home because you could pause it and all that stuff. In a theater, I feel like three and a half might have been it. Um, but if it was going to be a four-hour movie, uh, as an executive, uh, it, it'd be just like too tough to, to think about because... I've heard the whole times where they didn't want they don't want to do four hour movies because there's less showing times and all that yeah. stuff yeah for theater and stuff so you kind of lose money off of that as an executive you would have to kind of think you could kind of spread it around in two parts and almost double your your money back instead of just one that might be less because of how how many shows which is essentially watch. when you think about what Marvel did because the original press conference had Infinity War Part One and Part Two. And part two obviously ended up being Endgame. So yeah, yeah. For me, I, I it would have been cool to see uh, what's called a cyborg individual movie before Justice League because he just became a vital character and a character that that they they did a good job with uh, showing his development at, at the very yeah. least. But if you think about taking an hour from that Justice League movie, if that was a cyborg movie. To an hour and a half to give him some stuff then you still have like three hours to play around with for the actual justice league movie yeah. so you, you could have made a lot of money that way i feel like i, I know that a lot of people because it's it's like a double-edged sword there are people that i think we're in that camp where we like feel that marvel set a precedent so just kind of like don't fuck up the formula like just kind of do it and i know that some people were like well fuck marvel dc wants to do their own shit which i respect but to a degree, I think everyone should have had a solo movie. And it's just mainly for the development part. Because, again, just because I like those movies. 
this movie had the ability to, and that's why I texted it to you, Paul, like, it could have been their Infinity War. Like, you could have just started the movie, like, in the get-go, like, Steppenwolf shows up, takes the boxes, and then, boom, now they have to, like, come together. And it's focusing on them as a team and getting the development of them as a team versus, well, let me spend an hour to develop Cyborg for you. Oh, let me develop, spend an hour to develop Flash for you and then an hour for Aquaman. And then... We kind of already established Wonder Woman and Batman, so you... Well, even Batman didn't get his own movie, so it's like, you kind of just weave it. And it's like, it's still kind of a mess of a movie, but... I, still, I think they, they cleared it up in terms of... Well, his, his movie was a lot more coherent and easier to follow than the Josh Whedon version. Because the Josh... As far as, like, the whole Aquaman thing, Josh Whedon, like, literally, like, he just showed up. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, he, he, he's now all suited up now, and he's got a pitchfork. Yeah. Okay. I guess. And this one's like a little more explanation. Um, there was some inconsistencies that did bother me. Like with William Defoe's character. Because in Aquaman, his, his hair wasn't down. He had it up. And he seemed to like wear it up all the time. And in this one, it was down. Just little shit like that. I'm like, okay, that's inconsistent. And then Mara's hair wasn't as red. It was like more blondish. But that might have just been the color tone he went with. Yeah, but... I was going to say, that's just color grading. So... But yeah, a little shit like that. I'm like, dude, it's continuity thing with me. Um, but as far as like how I would have done it, if his version has to stay this way and you can't touch it, I would have just split it into two parts. Um, and I probably would have cut it from... Let's see what it would have been. I probably would have shown... Since there's six parts... I personally said they could have just done it without the epilogue. Even though, I mean, some of it was okay, but I think the Joker scene is kind of overhyped. But I would have done the first three, so I would have ended it at Beloved Mother, Beloved Son, son and then and, and 4, 5, and 6 would have been its own movie. And then if you need the epilogue, you could have it in there as their end credit scene. So. But, uh... So trying to think here the main difference in this one that i think they did do better is superman was still like obviously like the powerhouse of the team but everyone here had a more equal um like in the fight they all kind of had their part so they weren't kind of like like you could see oh, okay this is why they're all needed because they all kind of had different things to bring whereas in the whedon version they were all getting their ass kicked until superman showed up and it's like oh, okay well it was just Superman, you know? Because mm-hmm. at least at least in the, this one, like, Wonder Woman did seem to, like, hold her own with stuff. And she kicked a lot more ass in this movie, too. She had a lot oh, more yeah. fight scenes, and I thought her stuff was better. What's so funny, Tommy? Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I text my... I text my... Because the sun was in my eyes, so I texted oh. if she could get up. So I didn't have to get up. So she's giving me looks. <laughs> Sorry. That's all good. Pay for that later. Um... Yeah, sorry. I was laughing at you, Eddie. I'm no, 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 that's was, fine. That's cool. That's cool. Your commentary. So, but uh, did you did you think uh, Wonder Woman was better in this this one? Yes, she was more savage though. Like, she was killing people like crazy. Like, I I get it, they're bad guys and stuff, but like Edgy, she was yeah. flinging people. She was like flinging people against the wall, and then there'll be like a blood stain like it was batman, crazy batman said huh. fuck you in this movie so you know everything yeah. has to, everyone had to be edgy so i was watching it out she, 
I didn't watch it with my girlfriend, but she came in at the end when I was watching it, where the scene with um, um, scene with Batman and Joker and that mm-hmm. whole night like the apocalypse, uh, universe or apocalypse time yeah. timeline or whatever. And um, when he cussed at Joker, and she was like, "This movie already sucks. Batman doesn't cuss." So then she got up and walked away. And I was like, "Yeah, she's right." Like, but the thing is, okay. Here's what I'm thinking. That's I didn't really trip on too much. It just it seems out of character for him because Batman's supposed to be like calm, cool, collected, and like hold his composure and not like show too much emotion. So Joker got him to show emotion like that by by speaking that way. Yeah. So that's why I was thinking. That's why I'm thinking like that's the whole thing with Zack Zack Snyder. I don't feel like he has uh, he knows the characters that well to to make mo- a movie with him that embodies him that that like how how marvel does like it feels like marvel has knows the characters in and out like captain america i think it's they have a perfect portrayal of him on on film same thing with iron man and thor and i feel zack Snyder doesn't have that same knowledge of the characters to properly um depict that on screen i guess it feels like Like, i mean it's like a oversimplification but it feels like Zack Snyder goes to the web Wikipedia page and just reads, like, the stuff on Wikipedia and is like, all right, cool, he, this is going to be my movie. I don't think he even does that. I just <laughs> think he has this dark vision of the character. Like, the scene, I, I don't like. I don't want to skip ahead too far, but the scene with Superman and Steppenwolf at the end, like, I had just seen Reservoir Dogs, and then I see this, and I'm like, is he a, he's acting like a freaking... Uh, gangster, like what he did to Stephen Wolf at the end, that was that was way overboard, way too extreme. So I was like, and then one, I know one, but he's you gotta remember, you gotta remember, Tommy, he's wearing the black suit. That's what I was, <laughs> I thought, I guess that's their justification for that, but it's just that was too much. And then Wonder Woman chopping his head off at the end, um, I just felt like, um, I understand he was like Stephen Wolf was antagonizing her throughout the movie and saying that like I killed you could have been there to save your mom and save your your sisters and stuff like that and that maybe pushed her over the edge but as superheroes they're supposed to have like a yeah a a more of a better moral, moral compass than yeah. than any like an average person and you're supposed to hold back and they I just felt like they didn't so I don't know I mean, even superheroes have a breaking point. I get that. I get that. So maybe this is that. So overall, my whole thing is, I would want to see a Zack Snyder universe, but like in the else worlds kind of thing, like a different a different timeline. Like not. I mean, like, like you know what I mean. Like if we want to figure in the child that way, tell like, oh, this is a a darker version of it or whatever. And I don't know, have it have it run its course, kind of like um the Flashpoint Paradox, or they have another DC movie called I think. Um, just like apocalypse or something like that. I don't know if you've seen those, but that's a good, that's a a good reference for that, I guess. Do you know what I mean? If you want to yeah. see those, are they're both really good movies, uh, animated movies. So, anyways, I still want to hear what you guys said. Your oh. point of view is. Um, I think they they got to play around with the rated R rating, so <laughs> they, I think, they definitely I, got I, to. I think they took advantage of it too much. Yeah, I think yeah. they 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 went overboard on that actually. They yeah, think they're like, oh, we're, we're rated R. We could, we could do whatever we want. Kind of like, I don't know. So. To well, me, I thought it was fine just because there was motive for her to 
uh, of course, cut his head off because why not? You have to send a message to to Darkseid also. Um, I thought I thought it was fine. Like they're superheroes. No one's gonna know, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's try that again. So, third time's the charm. Uh, somewhere Zack Snyder's really fucking with this podcast. That's all I'd say. Um. So you were saying that um, you were okay with her um, cutting off his head. And uh, the last thing you said was, yeah, just that you're okay with it. So is there anything more you wanted to add to that, or was that kind of all you had to say? Not that I can remember, but I'm I'm totally fine with it. Okay. How about you, Eddie? How do you feel about that? The Superman burning off uh, stuff with his ear and and Wonder Woman. um, Yeah, I, I could see how it was much. I mean... At this point, okay, so if we were following the comic book versions of these characters, yes, that is much, but, I mean, that was already established that, I mean, it's Man of Steel, everyone's mad that he snapped Zod's neck, because I remember, like, people being pissed about that, like, my friend who's, like, a hardcore, he likes Superman the way I like Batman, and he didn't like Man of Steel for the same reason, where he said that that's not Superman, Superman wouldn't do that, so... I, I guess based off of that move, what I mean, the reason I brought that up is I've already established that this is the version of those characters. So in the context of Zack Snyder's universe, it made sense. And I was with whatever with it. Like I didn't, to be honest with you, I really didn't give it a second thought. I was just like, oh, okay, cool. He, he fucking lasered off his head thing, whatever the hell it was, his horn. So. I thought you guys would be even more outraged in this. I really did. I thought you'd be like... Well, I mean, I'm outraged about other stuff, but... I mean, well, it's just... it's So, like... Yeah, I just, like, I don't know. Like, in the context of his universe, I get it. But it wouldn't be, like... We've already established that this isn't the comic version of Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman. Because Batman kills people. And we've... And I can go on a whole other fucking ten-minute rant about how that's not true. <laughs> that's not how it's supposed to be. But, eh. It's it's I've just come to terms with Zack Snyder's uh, version, I guess. So sorry to disappoint. Tom. I don't think he did. He kill anybody in this in this movie besides the the, the what are those things? Those demon things called again? The terror demons or terror demons? Yeah, I know he killed a bunch of those. I don't think he killed anybody in this movie though. He was Batman? actually he was actually a better character in this movie than he was in Way the better. version. Way better. I thought he was like. Uh, I don't even know. Like he had some weird ass one liners though. A couple w- weird ones, like where he was like trying too hard to be funny, and I was just like, um. Some of the dialogue in this movie wasn't great, but I did overall like Batman. Like he didn't, he wasn't like a crutch for them. The the, the good thing was. that that Snyder did do this movie was able to uh, let each hero shine for the most part. I didn't. I don't really feel that anyone overshadowed anybody in screen like in terms of like a part in this movie granted it was four hours so you had time to spread that shit out but i don't feel that like anybody over overtook anybody i don't know if you guys feel the same but i don't i don't get like any superhero overshining the other people like in the first like in the theatrical one clearly superman it should have just been superman because he like literally did everything at did everything and then when this one it was like like I said they all felt like they were like a team and it did feel like like you could see why they were all needed to be together really well Superman showed up he just kind of took that dude down by himself 
it was like done. Well, yes, but I mean, like it wasn't like they were, but they were still kind of holding their own. Like they weren't getting so much the shit beat out of them. Like in the first one, where it was literally like he was kicking them around like fucking rag dolls. Yeah, and because that was all reshoots. The cool team up part, I, I thought I liked better than that was when they're fighting it against the ter- the par- what are they called again? Parademons. Parademons. Um, when they broke through the, the the barrier, and like Batman was going around and um, taking out a bunch of them, and he was about to die, and like they all came and helped him, kind of thing. That was yeah. cool. Like I thought, I I really liked that scene. Um, the Wonder Woman stuff. That that Wonder Woman that scene was pretty awesome. And then Wonder Woman, like the, all the action sequences throughout the movie were were really well done. Um, specifically the Wonder Woman, Cyborg too. But well, I like. I, I feel then, like they well, were the they were the most uh, pushed aside characters in the Whedon version. Clearly, Cyborg also becomes become more apparent with like what's going on on Twitter and stuff like that. But uh, same thing, like Wonder Woman, kind of was like thrown to the side in his version too. And because clearly in the, in this version, like Wonder Woman and Cyborg is like what he wanted to build the movie around. Yeah, I think it worked. Like one of the scenes that I do like, and I guess some people don't like it because they say it's kind of preachy, but I thought it was like true to her character. And I thought the second one would have gone more in that route. Uh, was when she saves everybody from the bank, and then like they slow down with the little girl, and the little girl says, "Can I be like you?" And she says, "Someday." I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Like that's what yeah. Roman's supposed to do. She's supposed to inspire people. Yeah. And they even bring that out again. It's like him hitting it yeah. on the nose, like saying like you bring out the best in people. Like that's what she's supposed to do. So. Um, trying to see, like, think what I can talk about differently. So from the just of it, like the stopping that we've had to do because my computer keeps crashing. Just for the record, people, I did have fun watching this. I know everyone thinks that I'm just like shitting on it. It it's it's it is an enjoyable film. You just have to know what you're getting into. So like to a casual person, like I won't show this to my mother. Like, this is not something that my mom or even my dad would want to just sit down and watch. Like, if you've watched the previous stuff, this is kind of just... Depending on what Warner Brothers actually wants to do with this going forward, I I, I could see this totally being a PR move to restore the Snyderverse and then letting him do something. Um, He's kind of already done that because of the ending that he created, though. Yeah. So, the well, the thing is, so that whole epilogue scene... I've just come established that that was just like a dream sequence and that's not going to happen. Because that was kind of like, who saw it? When, when it was, was it Cyborg? Cyborg saw it, right? Like when he, when when it was the actual future where like Superman had killed Batman oh. and he was holding his head and it was Cyborg, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was dope though. Um, that reminded me of Injustice. So, I want to see that film. Like I want to see where Superman is the villain. Uh, I think that that would actually be a really good dynamic. Um, like I, I would, I would pay to see that movie. So, um, but what was I saying? The uh, damn, I lost my train of thought. Totally had a brain for it. Fuck. What was I, I think saying? you were talking about how you wouldn't show this movie to. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. So yeah, I w- I wouldn't show this to like the casual person. Like going forward, depending on what they do with this. I guess I would show, like, right now in continuity sake, depending on what they say, I would show my parents every other movie, so I'd show them the shitty shitty Justice League to say, hey, like, going forward, you need to know this movie. Uh, 
the Zack Snyder thing, I think, would just confuse them because it's so long. That's that's the thing. Like, it is much better than the 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 theatrical version. It just takes so long to get to everything that it's kind of like... Uh. And I guess that's kind of why... So I guess it's a good thing I did watch the first one because I think had I not watched the first one and just watched this, I would have been like, dude, this is fucking too long. And so because I had seen the other one, like, I kind of knew what it was up against. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that scene makes more sense now. Or, oh, this is way better than that version. So that's kind of, like, I guess what helped me get through it was because I was kind of comparing it as I was watching it. And in comparison, this does kick the other one's ass. Like, it, it, it is it is a better, but it's just too long. That's, that, that's what, like, kind of makes it just fucking bad. So I guess now in terms of the plot itself... I mean, it's okay. I think they established that Steppenwolf just wants redemption. And he just wants to be on Darkseid's favor, which is why he was, like, doing everything he can to make him happy. So, uh-huh. they came that, that came across pretty good. I mean, there's just some dialogue choices I would have changed. The length. The slow motion. And fuck it, we'll get to it. The Joker scene. So, that whole epilogue, to be honest with you, I think could have actually not been in the movie at all. Like, it really doesn't take anything. Like, you literally could have... Like, him having the nightmare is a read... Like, he did it in Batman vs. Superman, so you don't need to fucking do it again. And at the same time, like... When you think about it, like... Because the movie... Martian Manor shows up to tell him, Hey, I'm here, and I'm gonna be around... And he just flies away. It's like, okay, cool, you could have done that without having the epilogue. So the epilogue was just, I think, merely there just to, like... So Snyder could basically show you, like, look, I can do a Joker and Batman scene, too. I literally, that's how I feel. I don't know if you guys feel the same, but I just really feel like the epilogue didn't need to be in this movie. Being that it's already four hours long. Yeah, it just felt like, just like you said, a dream sequence. Like, like you said, it didn't, it didn't need to be. There's a lot of stuff that could have been cut from this movie, though, yeah. so... I just, I just, the only reason I brought that up too is because, like, like, I guess a lot of the clickbaity sites are saying that, like, or, well, not even clickbaity sites, I think IGN posted that it's, like, being compared to as, like, the best Batman and Joker scene, but on, on screen, and I no. fucking totally disagree with that, so. Yeah, not at all. I would say the, the Harley Quinn, have you guys seen the Harley Quinn show? Ah, shit. Have you seen the Harley Quinn show? No. There's a episode where Harley Quinn show the cartoon. Yeah, so there's there's because oh. I, I was looking at it and um I haven't seen all of it but I do want to watch it now for, for this this fucking scene. So there's a scene where I guess Joker unmasks Batman and finds that he's Bruce Wayne, and he gets mad because he invested in ele- an electric car and there was no electric car. So he basically is yelling at Batman saying, "I invested money in electric car. Where's my electric car, Bruce?" Like he like it's 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 funny. And I'm like, dude, that scene alone was better than this, and that was more char- like character based. So, in terms of like the scene itself, it looked cool, but that's where it, like it stopped. Like the whole part when Batman says he's gonna fucking kill Joker, like, no, that's that's that you've ruined their relationship. The whole point of their relationship is Joker pushes Batman to the point where he wants him to break, but Batman never breaks, which is why Joker keeps doing this. It's a yin and yang situation. So as soon as Batman gives in, Joker's won. And that's 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 my gripe with the whole like Zack Snyder version of Batman is 
Joker has basically won in their their whole like mind thing because Batman's already killing people. Batman got pushed to the edge, and Joker won. So, I mean, I I give him it was a really good back and forth between the two characters, but that's about it. But like it wasn't to me that wasn't Batman and Joker. That was just two guys arguing, pushing each other's buttons. Do you want to say anything on it? Um, I just feel like Zack Snyder knows what he's doing by making this epilogue. It's kind of just like that extra push for Warner Brothers to either sign him for another one. Because that part was shot after they, what's it called? They they brought him back to do the... Uh, yeah, that, the was a, that was a reshoot. So I'm pretty sure he knows that this is going to make the fans want another Zack Snyder movie. So I think it's, it's, it's all on Zack Snyder on that part of it. I, I didn't necessarily think that it was needed for the movie, but it's a, it's still a, a, an interesting take to see uh, this particular nightmare uh, happen. So quick question. What do you, what do you do, Paul? Do you continue with the Snyder universe? Do you want to see a, and a sequel to this, or do you want to see the universe continue? Same question to you, Eddie, but I want, I want to hear Paul and then get to you. For me, I, I would like to see another one, just to see what he can do with hopefully original content, uh, I would say. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, I'm trying to think of the... Like, the only, the only thing that they have to, like, really fix now is the the characterizations of the other movies because the Wonder Woman from Zack Snyder's does not fit the same Wonder Woman that we saw in 1984. Yeah. Those are two different characters now. The the characterization of what's it called? Uh of the other ones, they it, it doesn't match up. So they're gonna have to do something where it it still flows or well, or I, I, I feel Aquaman as far as the the movie benefited from this version because it, it it added more to what was going on in his movie. Oh, for sure. So, as the other way around, where the Aquaman movie benefits this, it doesn't. But because the Wonder Woman eighty four, the only thing that I guess you can kind of bring up if you're going to try to keep in that continuity is how she talks about how she secluded herself from the world with Morning Steve, but. That's about kind of all the whole point of 84 was that she was supposed to learn to let that go. And then she kind of like said she relapsed again. So, yeah, but at the end of it, yeah, she's she's like learns to live without him. So. So, yeah, it just needs to be it it just just as long as they can fix the universe, then, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing another one. So. No surprise, I really don't care if Zack Snyder makes another movie. Like, I'll give you this. If you want to find a... Oh, fucking even this would bother me, but... If you want... Just for continuity's sake, if you want a Feige role and you want to give it to him, I'd be content with it. Just because, okay, now you have a vision. I necessarily don't care for it, but you could sway me. Because, like I said, this was enjoyable. Like, even though it was four hours, and it was, like, okay... Um, there are, there were scenes that I did like out of it, so 
he did do some stuff. I just, I guess what Paul said, it does need to be, the characters need to be more all together so that it doesn't feel like a separate, I guess, so you can't kind of tell, okay, well, this is obviously a different person. So, like, going back to Marvel, just because it's an easy comparison, Iron Man 1 and 2 were shot by John Favreau, and you it, like, it kind of flowed. Iron Man 3, you could tell it was shot by somebody else just because the way it was shot. But then if you go back in other movies, like, for the most part, even though, like, Guardians is not, is directed by James Gunn, and then, like, the Russos did their films, like, you put them all together, the characters still act the same in someone else's movie. So it, it, that's why yeah. you can tell it's, like, a connected universe. And you can be, like, it's a different director, but then if you, you show it to somebody who doesn't, who has never seen these before and told them, like, it's different directors. They may or may not be able to see that. They're like, oh, okay, well, they kind of, they all kind of feel the same. In DC's universe, you can tell it's it's someone different each time, just because the characters act differently. And I think that's that's a that's a hiccup they need to fix. And as far as like Zack Snyder stuff, like, I don't know if him doing it again. I didn't. I. I guess I would give him the benefit of the doubt and see it again. But I, at the same time, like, I kind of really don't. If it's going to be more like this, if it's more like his nightmare thing, I'd, I I probably could care less for it. Because if he's going to keep doing hit you over the head with shit, then I don't want to do that. Like, I, I think you you need to respect your audience a little more and be like, not spoon feed them everything. Because then it's just annoying. Yeah. And no, I, I like the music cues and all that stuff gets old really fast. I'll let him shoot the damn thing, but I'd have someone else direct it and someone else write better dialogue. But moving forward, um, like, it was cool. Like I said, I, I enjoyed, for the most part, I enjoyed the movie. Like, I talked a lot of crap about it. I thought there was a lot of fat that needed to be cut. But overall, I enjoyed it. I would want to see the universe continue and see what direction he would go in. You know what I mean? Um, but I don't know what they're doing. Like, they have... Um, Matt Reeves Batman coming out I think next year they have uh, James Gunn Suicide Squad coming out like what do you what do you do like there's all they're, they're feel... trying to reboot Superman now so there's a lot well the Superman thing could be one of its own thing too like the Superman could end up being like Matt Reeves Batman and the Joker movie it could end up being its own thing so or you could end up bringing him if it's gonna be Earth 2 Superman that could end up meeting with these if they want to do that so like, I think we'll, as far as DC knowing what they're going to do, probably won't know anything until Flash. Yeah. at the same time, Flash is a way to, it, it's a, it's using another superhero franchise. Like, I think Fox almost had the chance to reboot everything when they did Days of Future Past. And then yeah. they just fucked it up with Apocalypse. But, like, that was like a soft reboot to a degree. And it was like, I was cool with it. I was like, oh, this is like, that, that's dope. Like, you got rid of the stuff that kind of fucked it up and you now you're able to go move forward and then they went in a completely shittier direction but with flashpoint you can kind of do that you can kind of reset shit that you don't like or that that's like biggest gripes and start fresh moving forward and be like yeah this stuff still happened but flashpoint corrects it and now we go forward like you could do that and you can still keep it in the snyder verse if you want to do that like i'm i'm cool with them going forward doing that but I just don't think I would let Zack Snyder um, 
direct it again. Like, I would let him be an executive producer and kind of put input that way, but I don't think I would let him write a movie again. Or, like, I wouldn't let him direct another Justice League again. Yeah, he just he has a really dark vision of the character. Well, and I that, know that and said... he's just, his stuff is so long. Like, I've noticed that that's the thing with him is, like, he just seems like, like, I get, like, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, an artist, and it's artist subjective, and he has people that love his stuff, but at the same time, it's like, I think he just, he's too cocky in himself, and it's like, okay, dude, like, I get it, your, your vision's cool, but you want to tell this big, long story, and it's catering more to a minority, and I need you to cater to, like, as far as the studio, they're like, okay, we're trying to t- talk to all people not just your universe people. And I just yeah. think that he's just so like like realistically this movie did not need to be 4 hours. Even if it's no. just, if this was the first time you're going to introduce anything, there's a lot of cutting you could do, there's a lot of tightening you could have done in these scenes like he just overuses so much stuff like the whole slow motion thing. There was a couple scenes that I'm like, okay, if this would have been the first time I seen it, this would be cool. But then towards the end when you're like, oh this is supposed to be an emotional like send off it doesn't get that same weight because you showed me the same effect four other fucking times so it loses its value that's why like he just he he overdoes things and it's like he doesn't know like when to cut back and that's that's his issue that's why this movie is four hours like it's like okay dude we get it like fucking make me want shit like the way you're doing it, it's like you're you're i'm at a dinner buffet and you're fucking throwing all the plates at me and it's like dude i'd, I'd like to to like choose what I want but you're just like here eat all this shit it's like dude this is fucking I'm not gonna like this yeah but uh yeah so in all though we did we did I guess more like enjoy it right even though it doesn't sound like it (laughs) I I know we're we're talking crap about it but yeah overall I I liked it I did enjoy it Uh, Okay, so your ratings, what would you guys give it out of 10? Paul? Uh, me first. I'm yeah. going to give this a solid 8, but because of the four-hour length, I'm putting it at 7.5 for me. Okay. Um, there's, there's one thing I also wanted to say about this particular movie. If we're talking about Batman, if I'm not mistaken... Um, a couple podcasts ago when we were doing the Batman stuff, I ranked this movie as the middle of, yeah. of my order. Yeah. So I, I, I'd i like to think that I was kind of spot on with my <laughs> on that list. Uh, so it was better than Justice League, and I put that over there. That's true. And I thought Batman and all the characters were going to have better better characterizations. So I'd like to give myself a pat on the back. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Paul. Tommy, what's your what's your score for this guy? I'm more I'm, I'm more leaning towards seven, seven and a half as well. I thought it was it was way too long. I thought there's a lot of stuff they could have cut. I feel it was a mistake to make one big long movie instead of individual movies to develop the characters. I felt within if they would have did the solo movies, you could have did way more character development and then bring them all together in a Justice League type movie. You know what I mean? And yeah. I thought using Dark Side so early, like you don't like it. It would have been the equivalent of putting like Thanos as the main villain in Avengers One. Like they just, they just, you need they jumped the gun too. So yeah, yeah they just. 
I know, and, and I know he wasn't in it per se. Like I know he wasn't the 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 main bad guy. It was Stephen Wolf, but they, he was in it a lot. Like he was really becoming step on earth after that that boom tomb would open it, opened up, or the box or the portal, whatever it was. So I'm thinking. I don't want to be too critical. I'm thinking like I'm gonna say seven though. But I did like it. Like I said, I did like the action sequences. I did, I did like the the version of Batman in this one compared to Josh Whedon's cut. I thought, I'm I was glad they cut that. Or I, that you could tell that Josh Whedon put that scene in with Batman and Superman where he told him you bleed and he kind of threw him and then he said something like something's bleeding or whatever. They tried to be too yeah. funny. It wasn't it wasn't funny. That's not Batman. Um, I'm glad that got cut. I'm glad they cut that stupid scene with Superman with the stupid mustache thing at the beginning of it and the Batman with the parademon and all that. Yeah, so. which now in context is like, why was it there? Yeah. Like, <laughs> overall, like I said, though, my overall take of it is why would you put that out? Why would you put Josh Whedon's cut out there when you had this right there, you know? Just if, if you have issue with the radar, take away the radar. Don't put those blood scenes in. Don't don't put the beheading. Like, you don't have to do all that, you know? I don't know if that's another issue. That's why he got pulled off the project. I don't know. But, um... I don't know. Well, as for me, I'd give it a 7 out of 10 as well. Um, in all, in terms of, like, superhero movies, it was watchable. The characters are likable. Uh, Cyborg's character actually was really enjoyable. Um, I liked how, like, you saw his humanity keep intact, and that was, like, what was, like, his driving force to want to do anything, was maintain the, what he thought little humanity he had left. The reason I ranked it a 7, though, is the length is too long. Him overdoing the slow motion and the music and, um, the Snyderness of his stuff, uh, it's just too much. And then, um... Yeah, I mean, I also it was I'd also have to do with the hype train. Like this was from just a general. It was overhyped of fucking four years of them releasing it. Like, cool, you got your movie. Props to you guys, but eh. Like I, I just I just I'm scared of the repercussions this is gonna have going forward for every type of fandom going forward because it's already kind of started. I mean, I know it, it's a small thing, but, like, the whole thing with Sonic the Hedgehog didn't help either. So, I just know that now people are going to be like, if I harass the studio enough, I'll get what the fuck I want. So, that's the kind of thing I'm, I'm fearing going forward from all this. But, yeah, it was it was a 7 out of 10. If this came out in Blu-ray, I would pl- politely miss it. I wouldn't buy it. Um, if they did change it to a 16 by 9, I, maybe, maybe. Say that again, Paul. Yeah. Oh, I I just said that uh, if this was on Black Friday, I'll buy it. Uh, yeah, I, I'll I'll take that back. I, I would I would spend eight bucks on this if it came the prices of Joker. I know I didn't buy Joker when it came out, but that's only because of the pandemic. I think next year if it goes back to the same price, I'd probably buy it again. But uh, but yeah. So yeah, seven out of ten. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I. Because I, at the same time, don't want to keep saying the same shit over and over again. People be like, we get it. You fucking hated the movie. Um, no, I was thinking... I is own... our favorite part? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say real quick. I own Justice League on 
on Blu on 4K. My condolences. I don't know. I, I don't remember buying it though. I don't know if I was a gift or I don't know how I how I acquired that movie, but I, I have it. I'm thinking it was on sale. I don't. I don't know I why I would it, buy I it. I bought it because it was on sale. Black Friday. You probably told me it was on sale. And you probably got me to buy it too, like because I know I didn't. It wasn't in love. I I thought it was entertaining, but I know I wasn't in love with it. I know I hated the Batman sequences in it, but. So. Well, I liked it when it came out. Like my bar was low from Batman vs Superman, so that's yeah. I guess yeah. I, like I, I just remember, remember remembered what I was gonna say to you. So I think, in terms of just the overall thing, I think the studio really shot themselves in the foot with this whole thing, and I think it's because they kind of stroked his ego with Batman vs Superman, where it's like the theatrical version wasn't rated R it was PG-13 because of that reason where it's like we need more people to see this movie like rated R is gonna this is before Deadpool came out so Mm -hmm. I feel like they kind of showed his ego so that I think they probably didn't because we're only gonna know what's allowed to be said and I know that well I feel too like yeah it was tragic with his daughter and that was kind of used as like a okay like step away type thing but I, I feel at the same time it's like before this happened they probably were okay why are you shooting this much scene oh I'm just gonna do another Blu-ray release like I did with Batman vs Superman so you guys will get your theatrical cut and then I'll do my whole unrated version when it comes back out on Blu-ray and it was I think it was that was just getting annoying from the studio because uh, Suicide Squad kind of did that too like the first Suicide Squad if you guys remember there was a unrated version that still had a lot of Joker shit cut from it but it was like more a little more scenes. I think it was like another scene where he just like beat Harley or something. But mm-hmm. I just know that like I was like, really, is this what's going to be going forward now? From every DC movies, they're going to be a theatrical version, and then there'll be a Blu-ray that's unrated. So maybe that's why they didn't want to keep going on that route with him either, because it's like, okay, well, you let him do it with uh, Batman vs Superman, so I guess it would make sense he'd want to do it with Justice League. It's like uh, Peter Jackson in the uh, Lord of the Rings movies. This is his uh, extended version, so. Mm-hmm. Real quick, um, Stephen Wolf. What do you guys feel about like the character? He's a lot the... better in this version than he was in the other one. Yeah, his suit being alive was cool because you kind of it kind of would tell his emotions if he's agitated or calm or whatever. Like, well, yeah, he looked so... like a threat in this movie too. The other one, yeah. he was just like kind of skinny and word... not very menacing. He had a word... Yeah, he had a word face in the, the first one. Yeah, and this one he was like way more definitely menacing. in the uh, yeah. up close shots of his face. The detail looked really, really good. Yeah. Like comparing it to the, the first time, it looked pretty bad. It like, was all washed out. I'm thinking they're using a different CGI company or something. Like they should have been using the same one. Like I don't understand. Well, how I think it was Snyder. Up. It was Snyder doing his own thing. Wouldn't be surprised, but Something's even the uh, small detail when uh, what was it? The part where Darkseid grabs the uh, the dirt, the uh, the detail and the skin and everything looked really good. Yeah, it was a lot no better issue. than Josh. Yeah. And it wasn't. I think it's also one of those things where it wasn't rushed. So I don't really know how long S- Snyder was working on all that other stuff. Keep in mind, majority of this film was shot in 2017. There was only a couple stuff that was shot for reshoots. It was that whole epilogue scene. I think the Martian Manhunter scene at the end, because um, that stuff I think was just concept and wasn't actually ever shot. Mm-hmm. I think I think uh, I think when they said, oh, "Okay, you could reshoot this," because at first I get I think they backpedaled because I think 
originally he wasn't allowed to do reshoots. It was just like, okay, well, your stuff's in a can. You can work on it, and we'll put it on HBO Max. And then I think it was like one of those things where he's just like, all right, you're letting me do my my vision. I had these scenes I wanted to do. Can I shoot them? And I think they were just like, yeah, sure. It'll get more subscribers. Go ahead. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Overall, the Martian Manhunter scenes. How do you guys feel about those? I mean, take it or leave it. I mean, it, it's. I guess it's cool that he's. That I guess that they always try to say he was there the whole time, but at the same time, it's like. I want to say I think someone had said that they had thought, that Martian Manhunter was that dude in Superman, and then mm. that member. So I think I think I remember reading that somewhere. But, uh, I mean, it, it's it's whatever. I just I guess it would have been better to kind of like hint at that better in the other movies. Yeah. Agreed. I thought it was. I, I think he's such a good character, like to kind of just shoehorn him in like that. I just. I could just, like I said. It, I I think it might have just been that he didn't know what to do with the character because apparently I guess he had a, he wanted a Green Lantern too if they had let him because everyone thought it was Ryan Reynolds and some article came out saying no nah, that it's not he wouldn't have done he yeah. had a concept for Green Lantern but it wasn't Ryan Reynolds so yeah alright Paul you wanted to do like top three or something like that or best parts or something uh just I guess your favorite moment overall in the in the movie Hey, do you want to go out? You got to think. Uh, I mean, the action, the action scenes were cool. I mean, most of the action scenes I liked. I would say the second Wonder Woman fight. So when they get to the base with Steppenwolf, I thought that was cool because that was totally out of that was gone from the first cut, and I think that was really cool. How like it was just it played her music and it wasn't at, at that point it wasn't overdone where it was just her actual riff from the original Wonder Woman movie which now that I think about it I don't think it was ever in the second movie but um, yeah that that was totally cool and like she was like really badass in that scene like that I think that was like because that's what kind of stood out to me um, I'm trying to think what else like kind of stood out to me that was it and then I actually did like Flash's scene with the dogs I thought that was pretty cool <laughs> I'm a sucker for animals, so I like the whole scene where he, where he went back and all the dogs were uh, licking his face and stuff. I thought that was cool. I was gonna say my favorite scene was probably the flash at the end where he where everything goes to shit and he runs back in time pretty much to to save everything. It's it it doesn't look like a Snyder type shot, and also the the, what's it called? The audio, the, the the song that plays when he starts running. I thought that that thing was pretty well shot. So I, I really like that scene the most out of everything. Yeah. Tommy, I think my my favorite scene that I think I think was the uh, um, when they're breaking through the barrier, like when they all came the get they all came together, mm-hmm. save Batman and help. Like there was a cool Wonder Woman scene where. I think she sliced one of the parademons and I have like this that whole overall sequence where they're kind of working together. So just the act, like I said, I think you said it, Eddie, the act, action sequence in, in general, the the Wonder Woman bank, bank scene, um, the fight at, with Stephen Wolf when he was interrogating all the, the people that he suspected knew where the the box was at. So that fight scene was, was really cool. 
Um, yeah. I mean, it. that's just his strong points, though. Like, he, he's he's good at shooting action. Like, he knows how to, like, whatever he wrote on the paper. I'm sure, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm like, I'll give him kudos. Like, he's good at choreographing the action and stuff. Just, mm-hmm. he needs to work better on dialogue and story structure. He just needs to find a way to get to the point of what he wants to do instead of having it drawn out. And then same thing with effects. It's like you overdo them. Like the whole slow motion thing, like literally just, I think if you had have done the slow motion part would have been good at the end where Paul was saying, like if that was the first time seeing it, that would have been holy shit. Like it would have been way more impactful um, instead of showing it every time he wanted to run. Yeah. Like for, for the slow motion with the flash, you're supposed to use it. You don't want to use it for, uh, one of the like regular characters, yeah, uh, like the mascara. Yeah, Bruce Wayne doesn't need to be shaving in slow motion. Yeah, it just <laughs> kind of draws the impact less from the Flash because he uses it because of his speed. You want the speed to be the emphasis. You don't want it to get drawn because of a visual shot, you know. So, I th- yeah, I, th- I think that's where he lacks though is is uh, storytelling and just dialogue in general. Like, he doesn't know how to. His character development. I mean, he's he's too. got good story beats. I just yeah. I just really think that if you may, this movie could have probably been. To get it up to be like an eight or nine, for me, it would you'd have to trim a lot of fat, and then you would have had to just have solo solo standalone movies, to already have established yeah. those characters. Because if, if, like, literally they had have at least given Cyborg and Flash, like, their own movie. Or if you wanted to do, to at least introduce this world of Batman without doing Batman, or, well, let's say Batman vs. Superman was already a thing, but you want to know more about Batman, you could have, because it's in Go- Cyborg's from Gotham, you could have done Batman and Cyborg together and had Batman kind of make him come out in public and then have Cyborg be, like, you know, establish Cyborg with Batman. And then you could have a Flash on movie if you want to try to cut down movie times or whatever. But I just feel that, like, if they had established these characters, it could have been, like, Infinity War where, or or even, like, keeping it in DC, like, The Dark Knight. Because The Dark Knight doesn't really have character development. It's just off of Batman Begins. But at the same time, you can still watch it standalone. So, if they could have done something more like that, where it's just like, from the the movie from the like hits the round ground running from the get go and doesn't like, like you don't have to worry about, you know, bringing another shit. You should just go with it. They had the chance to do that and they didn't do it because they didn't want to wait. And I feel like had, because I know they had a deadline, but I feel like in the beginning, let's say that they never brought Whedon in and they just told Snyder, okay, take as much time as you need. We'll release this when you're ready. That alone would have given it like hype, and I think if they had of, let's say like okay, let's say it never came out in 2017 and it came out now, maybe it would have been better accepted for them. I don't know. I just feel like it was. You could tell that the studio just rushed to try to get them to. Like they rushed the movie, and that's that's what happened. Yeah, I just feel he doesn't know the characters, and he's kind of just going off of how he feels 
he wants the characters to be depicted. You know what I mean? Like the whole. He just wants that, the edgy to be edgy. Yeah, that's because that, that whole photo yeah, shoot I, now I, with the Joker I, thing. Like I don't understand what the Crown of Thorns picture was for because it wasn't in the movie. And I don't get the I don't get Superman burning the dude's ear off. I know I know you guys are okay with it, but that <laughs> bothered me. That like like. Oh, I understand. I that's Homelander. how I feel with Batman killing people in Batman vs Superman. I could like, see yeah, Homelander. he threw the crane at the thug. It was cool, but he literally fucking killed him. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I could see Homelander doing that in the voice, like being that <laughs> that cruel. You know what I mean? That just that's not Superman. So like like you said, Eddie, that's probably what it is. It's just he, it's Snyder being edgy just to be edgy to get like to draw like to to stir up some controversy or something like that's, that. Well, that's like, what it felt like. That's what the whole Joker Batman scene felt like. You really didn't need to have, have Batman say, you know, I'm going to fucking kill yeah. you. Like, that wasn't needed. Yeah. I know some people were like, oh, that's really cool. Like, on the surface, okay, that's cool, but that's not Batman. Like, I don't need to see Batman yeah. drop an F-bomb. That was like the Titans TV show. Like, and, and literally in the trailer, they are like, fuck Batman. Like, oh, okay, cool. Fucking Dick Grayson yeah. cusses. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> So. I just feel, yeah, yeah. I just, like, okay, you're saying they wanted to use rated R, which is cool, but, like, there's certain characters that are meant for rated R, Deadpool, Wolverine, um, probably Batman in his own solo movie, but with violence, not with, like, language or anything else. I mean, if you want to do a violent... Well, Batman, see, another cool. example of them leaning too hard in the rated R uh, was Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey was another one of those movies where it's just what the fuck where it's like they're hitting you over the head with the cussing and all that stuff and it's like it's really not needed like i i mean if you want to be rated r for violence sure because in the comics that's what it is yeah like yeah the profanity to a degree it's like all right man this is like what's the point of this like you can get your point across without the profanity you're just being edgy now and it's annoying yeah so yeah um, I, I'll be cool with Zack Snyder doing a continue with the universe, just hire a, a better director and get some better writers on, on board. Don't let him, don't let him do everything. Don't let him direct it. Don't let him write it. He can oversee, do some cinematography, whatever, be a executive producer, but don't let him write it. Kind of come up with a better vision and kind of follow through with it. You know what I mean? But kind of do it like an Elseworlds kind of thing where maybe introduce Flash, the Flash, the Flash movie. Do some kind of like Flashpoint paradox where you yeah you introduce the multiverse and this is one part of the multiverse and then you have your other other universe with normal DC characters the way they're supposed to act not chopping off not burning off people's ears or decapitating dudes that are already dead or you know so, uh, maybe he wasn't dead already but still that was a little bit extreme especially for kids can't lie, like I can't like my we're talking about having uh, my girlfriend's niece come over and watch movies with us. I can't show her this movie. Like, <laughs> it's 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 way. But too remember, much. like, his niece is not the demographic. This demographic was for like, his, like oh. you said, his 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 uh, vocal minority of fans because they're not the majority of us that were calling for this movie. You know, I, even though I liked it, like my cousin, my, one of my cousins loved it. Like he he really liked the epilogue scene with with. Uh, with Joker and he liked that he pretty much liked everything about it. Um I'm not in that camp, so Yeah, I mean it was it's just like one of like at the end of the day, like 
I watched it. I enjoyed it. But at the same time, I could have been doing something else with my four hours. Yeah. Am I, am I a better person for seeing this movie? No. Mm-mm. It didn't. It didn't change or really impact me that much. So I was like, okay. Well, there's that. It's literally like the whole thing at the end, keeping it in context of the movie. When Martian Manor showed up to Batman's like, I'm here, I'm going to be be around. And Bruce Wayne's like, okay. That's literally, literally what this movie was. It's like, here's yeah. my four-hour cut. Okay. I was, think, I was thinking, I was like, what? Well, where were you at when they needed you, though? Like, where? Like, you know what I mean? How are you, how are you not in that fight to save, save the planet, save the universe, and you're a superhero with all these powers, and you're not... Hey, You're not getting involved. He's the reason Superman did not go crazy. He brought Lois Lane to the site. Did he bring... Was yeah, that's the there? whole conversation. That's the whole reason he did that scene where he pretended to be Martha Kent. Oh. And then the next scene, she ended up getting out of bed and decided, today I'm going to go to work. And then the day she decides to go to work, they bring Superman back to life and she's the one that's able to snap him out of killing Batman. Yeah, he still should have been at that fight. Uh, with the Steppenwolf because literally the the planet could have got destroyed if, if uh, Flash didn't go back in time. Yeah, well, I mean, in 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 Snyder's version, I mean, it makes Batman vs Superman make sense when he comes back and says Lois Lane is the key. So yeah, I'll give him con- con- like a kudos for keeping continuity in that. Just took four hours to get there, but yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Is, uh, is there anything else you guys want to say about Justice League, or is it just beating a dead horse now? Paul, Paul, Paul took notes. I want to know what Paul's notes say. Uh, I pretty much kind of went through it already. already. Um, I did take notes from the what's it called the the Justice League when you did the stream. I, I put notes on there. Eddie laughed two and a half times in that movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I will say that it did make you laugh as far as those Joss Whedon jokes. Uh, this uh, movie made me laugh a couple times. Uh, um, I probably got four laughs out of this one. One for each hour. <laughs> I think I what mentioned part, what, part, what parts made you laugh in this movie? Um, the flash scene. Uh, with the dogs? Yeah, that was that was dope. Okay. Uh, say what you will, that's cheesy as shit, but I fucking like animals. That was cool. Um, the actually it was a lot of the flashes scene. The scene with him and Aquaman, where he's like, where he's like A or B, and then Aquaman's let's st- wait, let me see A again. Like that was pretty funny. Um, let's see, uh, maybe it's only two points. <laughs> That stick out. I know Bruce Wayne said something that I laughed at, but it was like a stupid annoyed laugh, but I laughed. Um, hmm. I think the main parts were a flash, but. I mean, I see he was like the comedic relief. I actually ended up liking his character a lot more. The only thing I don't like though is how they say like he's uh like a recluse which is weird because i don't remember reading him like i don't remember him being like that in the comics so but i guess my knowledge is also based off of the tv show flash but i just 
Yeah. He didn't I seem like a, a socially awkward person, so. I wish I had more knowledge of the comic books in general. Like, I didn't... That wasn't one of... Those weren't some of the books that I read. I just have an overall knowledge of them, but I don't really have, like, that I just comic read book knowledge. For DC, it was just yeah. Batman. Yeah. So. But, yeah. Overall, I liked it. I just... I Like you said, I... I Paul mentioned the scene where that the lady was singing when Aquaman was going back into the ocean. That was unnecessary. Some of the cyborg stuff I thought could have been compressed down. Um, the flashing was pretty cool. The one where he saved Iris, Iris West. Um, but all that, if you get it all, all of that, and you put this father, the jailhouse scene, you throw into the own, his own solo movie, I just thought that could have freed up more storytelling. But I don't get the, I don't get the impression that Zack Snyder's, uh, the best storyteller, so I don't, I don't, um, I don't know if you, how we would have done with that extra time, or what we, what he would have done with it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would say just going forward, if it lets, like, they, like we've been saying before, they just need to get a head person. If they want it to be Zack Snyder, fine. Just, uh, just, yeah, just get someone else to write the dialogues for the movie and get someone else to direct it. But if you want to keep the character, as far as like the core of the characters, I mean, I guess the flash is okay. Cyborg is okay. Wonder Woman's okay. As long as she doesn't decapitate somebody, um, Superman's okay. As long as he doesn't, you know, laser beam somebody into death, like a fucking, uh, Homelander. And I mean, Batman, I mean, there's ba- the Batman that he's portraying, though, in his defense, I guess, is what he perceives as the Frank Miller one, which is the Batman who's been Batman forever and is, like, doing one last hurrah. So, and Frank Miller did did kind of push that Batman over the edge, so. Yeah. But, yeah. Anything else you'd like to uh, add, Paul? Nope, that was about it. Yeah. At this point, we're just going to be bringing it around circles now. So, um, yeah. Aside from the two other cuts, I want to say we've talked about a good hour and 20 minutes of, about the subject, which is what I figured would happen, minus the stopping. So, um, next episode, we'll talk about other stuff. We'll leave the Snyder Cut out of it going forward. The four-hour movie will no longer take any more moments of my life. So, um, yeah, I put the links to that stuff at the bottom of this video and on the podcast website. So, yeah, we'll see you guys next time for the next episode where we'll, you know, talk about other shit. Mainly Falcon Winter Soldier, unless something else pops up to overtake that but I don't see that happening between now and Monday or Tuesday whenever we record so with that said guys we'll see you next time and uh goodbye goodbye